<laughs> have you had any crises? Is it just me? Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. Welcome back to Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey. And I'm Maria. And today is our last episode of season two. For the last time in season two, we are sitting here recording for you guys. So sad. This is our two-year anniversary as well, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, so that's why we're wrapping the second season around this time. You know, yeah. just to everything, you know, to come full circle. Yeah. And honestly, it is kind of time. Like, we really need a break, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't feel it as much as the end of last season, remember? Yeah. Like, I feel like that was rough. But I feel like me, that was because it combined with, like, our degree and everything. Yeah, yeah that exactly. That was just a lot. Like, that was insanity. That felt like insanity. This feels a little bit less like insanity, but it does feel like, okay yeah it is time like it's i time. think you can tell in our last few episodes that we're like ready for a break <laughs> it just feels a lot more real also because now with that we're doing video and audio it's like a lot more work like we could not do i don't know how the fuck we did 54 episodes last season but we could not do that this season like it's just too much 54 weeks in a row yeah well 52 yeah but this is like okay but More yeah, manageable. check those episodes out, guys, from season mm. one and season two, obviously. Yeah, 80 plus episodes. I know, you've got so much content. Go catch You're up so with lucky. All. Do you guys know how much work <laughs> that is? Like, I don't feel like people realise. <laughs> I was thinking how many hours go into one episode and trying to do the maths of like, like it must be like seven hours for one episode true no yeah i don't know i've thought about it as well it kind of depends like sometimes it takes less time and sometimes a bit more yeah yeah so how many hours like what is eight times seven like 56 yeah that's 560 hours of us making this podcast for you at the least (laughs) at the very very least (laughs) oh you're so lucky, guys. <laughs> and you know how much money we've made from that? <laughs> A grand total of £70. Oh, love that for us. But anyway, that's obviously not the reason we do it at this point. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but anyone who wants to sponsor us next season, please pay our, our bills. Our emails are open, our DMs are open. We want to be influencers. We did decide today that we are going to be influencers so we can go on free holidays. Yeah, fly me out wherever. I'm down. We'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm unemployed Uh, currently, so I have literally nothing better to do. (laughs) Well, apparently the 
millions of hours that you put into the, con- oh, the yeah. podcast so actually okay yeah well that's true i'm always like why am i so busy and it is just doing stuff for the podcast <laughs> like constantly honestly anyway so we kind of just wanted to wrap up the season should we say what zone we're in first yeah let's see what zone we're in first the last zone zone of the season this might be the last time we do the zones i know how are you what what zone are you in going into the season finale going into the summer (laughs) going into yeah that's so much pressure for my zone yeah true that um i was gonna say great but now i feel like i can't but only because i'm so tired today like i literally didn't sleep last night oh no but i am quite i guess quite yellow quite green like i'm quite excited for the summer for like what's gonna come and yeah i just feel like really happy that we have this little sphere of like people that listen to us <laughs> every week and that we created this like i kind of can't believe mm. i kind of can't believe that this is real in a yeah. way and yeah i just want like i have so much so many hopes and so many things that i want the podcast to achieve and like i hope that we can do that next season and yeah we'll see how long it goes on for (laughs) what about you i'm feeling yellow to be honest like i'm feeling so great and relaxed after my little holiday (laughs) yeah like maria's like oh the season is fine like we can keep going after her little holiday (laughs) yeah honestly i'm like glowing But no, I'm feeling good. I am, like, so tired now, to be honest, because I've had, like, quite a long day of traveling and whatnot. But I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for a little meetup. It kind of sucks this episode's coming out after, you know, we can't, like, talk yeah. about how it went or, like, whatever. But if you came, very grateful. You know, I'm speaking to these future hypothetical yeah. people. Nothing's happened yet. But I'm excited for the little meetup this weekend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm feeling like good about the season. You know, I think we've had some like cool episodes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think they they were all good. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, really? <laughs> Shall we? We can get into it later oh my God, in the episode. Yeah, we can. We can um, expose the behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, and no, I've really enjoyed it, and like, I really enjoyed last week's episode with my mom like yeah it, that was just like a really cute thing and i think she's quite happy with it so like that makes me really happy yeah and yeah i thought it was really cute and like i'm really glad we got to do that with her and like yeah, i'm really too. proud of her because she was like quite shy about her accent and like her english but she did great yeah she did so well and it was so interesting to like hear about her life and stuff Mm. it's so crazy to me like genuinely i was thinking i was really thinking about this how like we really just had like me and my mum just had completely different lives Mm. like upbringings you know it's just kind of insane that like even just thinking about it because that is kind of the only lens I've, i've been thinking about it through just like in attitudes towards sex and like growing up 
just like in a much more open way and just like the life experiences and whatever just so different even though she's my mum as in who are you going to be more similar to in your life other than your parents kind of thing that's so depressing (laughs) I know each other us (laughs) we're like I feel like pretty much the same person but even that's kind of wild like we have had literally fully different lives yeah I think it's just we've known each other for so long we've just grown up together yeah like that's also kind of wild like when you think about it we yeah we've fully grown up together like the sorry just got kind of like you like, speak oh. for a second <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah like from 12 to i don't know the next years that are gonna go on like yeah. imagine we're still friends like not that we're not gonna be friends but like as in like imagine we're like in what our it's 40s gonna be like yeah and whatever and it's like you are the person that's known me the longest like mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's kind of wild yeah it's kind of wild well we better be friends because we I, I literally have a tattoo for you so <laughs> that better be lasting forever on my body <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine we're, we are not friends like when we're older that would be so weird yeah i just don't see it happening yeah, neither. But yeah, I was gonna say what what's happened this season. That happened. Yeah. This whole friendship crisis. Fiasco. <laughs> the male gaze. I feel like the highlights of the like crises of the season was like the male gaze thing, and like there's so m- much more I have to say on that. But it's just it's a never ending topic in my mind. Yeah, the friendship thing. But the me having to date or not to date thing. I feel like that was quite big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this season does feel like quite a blur, mm. but I think that's just because like it's been so like what is gonna happen next, yeah, you know. Yeah. Also, there's so much I want to talk about next season. There's just I I genuinely don't know. Everyone's always like, "Oh, how do you come up with episodes every week?" And I'm like, I feel like there's always stuff that we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's never enough time to do it all. <laughs> but yeah. Do you want to tease? I'll tease a couple of things. Okay, so I want to talk to guys about their sex lives. I have a whole list of questions and I keep asking guys if they'll (laughs) be in the podcast and they're like, yeah. So that will happen, hopefully. I want to do an episode on how to make friends as an adult. We want to do, I mean, we kind of briefly discussed this, but I really want us to do that episode where a podcast episode that parents can play their kids for like the talk about sex or like stuff about sex ed that they don't want to be the ones to say because mm. we were talking to your aunt about it and she yeah, has like yeah. two nine-year-old kids and I was like that's such a good idea yeah, yeah. there's so much stuff about like parents and kids that I want to talk about like how to raise your kids sex positively, that little episode, whatever that will look like. If you should talk to your parent, like what you should tell your parents about your sex life or like what you should discuss with them and what is okay to discuss and like kind of what came up with your mom of like, should you know about your parents' sex lives? And there's so many PCOS. <laughs> I want to do one about destigmatizing like having sex when you're older so many things we have a whole list mm-hmm. what about you do you have any stuff that i didn't just say all of it <laughs> <laughs> i kind of want to do one about like love mm. you know 
I know we've done we did some in season one, but yeah, um, and we did like should love be difficult. We're just gonna be plugging episodes left, right, and center yeah. throughout this. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, I like doing the ones about love. I want to do one about kissing. You know, we've never done one about kissing, and we've never done one about periods. True. Oh, periods. We should do one for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely want to do one about periods and like hormones and stuff. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Yeah, and as you were saying, like kids stuff, like. <laughs> like stuff that would be like helpful for like kids Mm -hmm. in a way i don't know not that we're like trying to actually be like educators or anything that's not what this is yeah guys we're not experts or educators in any way but yeah i think that would be kind of cool and i mean more just like lgbt episodes oh for sure we should do more queer stuff i feel like we barely do any yeah but i guess you guys will have to tune into season three to find out what Mm -hmm. we actually talk about and what actually makes the cut season three it sounds like so much (laughs) like that's a lot of seasons oh yeah true it's kind of crazy i want people to send like what their favorite moments of the season have been or like their favorite episodes things that they want to see like what kind of episodes do you guys like the most do you like when we talk about ourselves <laughs> do you like when we have guests do you like the like chattier episodes or the deeper episodes do you like do you want more episodes about sex do you want us to do more of like the collage kind of episodes where we have a bit of us talking about ourselves and then like someone sends a voice note and then we have like the mm. segment you know I kind of like those ones mm. I like that style so yeah let us know what you like and also like what you learned from the podcast what you enjoy like i don't know it would just be good to have some feedback mm. basically do you have something you've learned in season two putting you on the spot here <laughs> think about it mm. i'm trying to think of mine oh yeah i, I just remembered another crisis i had <laughs> <laughs> the polyamory one. Oh yeah well, have you had any crises is it just me am i the drama <laughs> yeah I don't, know. I don't know have i had any crises i mean not really not crises i feel like i did bring into question you know the whole like should you be in a relationship in your 20s not that like i was ever gonna not be like <laughs> you like we finished that recording and you're like right it's decided <laughs> that would never happen uh, yeah I don't know what crises have I had I feel like my life is so not dramaful these days yeah I feel like Maria's it's just there's so much <laughs> less drama when you're in a relationship anyway I feel I mean it kind of depends on the relationship but your relationship is just not really dramatic and you like yeah. to make drama like not that you like to yeah. cool like I'm not saying that I'm just saying that like you have very dramatic reactions to things yeah. that don't always but warren not, yeah yeah but not even like that much anymore. no i mean i do i do i do i do still yeah but definitely but, not as much as you used yeah, to yeah i used to create so much more drama in my relationship i feel mm-hmm. but yeah we're just so like settled yeah wow so grown <laughs> but okay sorry i completely avoided your question about what i've learned this season 
I feel like every week I learn something about myself. Yeah. <laughs> if not about just like general knowledge about sex and relationships. Like I always learn from our guests, like Chanel. Learned so much from her. Mm. Yeah. Rachel. That was one of the wildest, like blowing my minds kind of moment. Yeah. Of the episode. And of the season, sorry. And Sarah. Like everyone that we talk to, I learn so much. Mm. For sure. What about you? I don't know. I, I like what I was kind of thinking about was like the. Because maybe this was a bit of my cry. No, it wasn't a crisis. It was more like a, a realization that I had mm-hmm. of the whole like a relationship shouldn't actually be that much work. Because I feel like in season one, I was like, oh, I learned that like it shouldn't be perfect. Like it can't just be perfect. That's impossible. But now in season two, I'm like, yeah, but it shouldn't be hard either, you know? Yeah, it's like so a balance. I'm getting there to like the the prime spot. I'll get there eventually. Uh huh. As the seasons go on. Yeah. But I was gonna ask, oh yeah, is there anything that jumps out at you from the season that you're like, oh, I've changed my mind about that, or like an update about something? I don't know. Like thinking back to the first episodes, like about dating apps or something like that I don't know Hmm. like I go through phases of being like oh I've definitely changed my mind about this and then I'll come back to it like a few months later and I'll be like oh (laughs) did I I don't know (laughs) you know like dating apps obviously I deleted hinge and tinder for ages I re-downloaded hinge the other day I don't think I told you but I hate it still so that's good to know and the whole like should you date someone older I'm always being pushed and pulled with this one. Mm. But I feel like I mainly come back to you shouldn't do it. There are some exceptions though. And sometimes I'm talking to someone. I'm like, are you so mature that you can just deal with this? Or are you so clueless that it seems like you know what you're talking about? Mm. I get that. That sounds mean, but... No, I get what you're saying. It's the harsh harsh reality. (laughs) (laughs) What else did we talk about in the beginning? Herpes. Do you want to give a little herpes update? Herpes update. Herpes chat. <laughs> I mean, I was on my meds for six months. I finished those like a month ago. I just had an outbreak, so that was fun. Cute. But I don't know. I feel like it's like the least of my concerns at the moment. It was okay. annoying, but it's like I'm not having sex, so... It's not that annoying. Literally, mm-hmm. my life right now is like seeing as I got the implant taken out, period. Then after that, I got sick for like a week. Then obviously, because I'm sick, I get a herpes outbreak for like a week. Then a week after that, I can't have sex. And then I get my period again. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's such a good cycle it's you've such got a good, Yeah. So I'm loving this routine. <laughs> <laughs> hormone and menstrual routine and herpes routine <laughs> anyway yeah what about you what have you have you learned anything have you changed your mind about anything i really don't know nothing that's jumping out at me i feel like you've changed your mind about the attachment styles kind of thing but not changed your mind like you've just changed as a person i i mean i go back <laughs> I don't know if if you li- if you guys listen every week like that. <laughs> it was just this week that I come out and I'm like, oh wow, I'm like fixed now. Then literally like the next week I'm like, oh no. Like yeah, no. you didn't text me. Oh, dare he? 
Uh, I don't know. I do think I'm generally a lot better about, like, I'm I'm more secure. Like, I mean, it'd be kind of bad if I, like, it's been so long that, you know, I feel like with time you have to. Mm -hmm. Like, just more trust builds over time or whatever. I don't know. But I feel a lot more secure, but I still have, like, a lot of cheeky little anxiousy attached tendency but so much less it's kind of crazy like less and less and less as time goes by it's definitely like a noticeable difference yeah it is kind of wild i genuinely like think back to how i was like at the beginning of my relationship it's kind of crazy like who is that girl who is she (laughs) me and my me and shane were talking about this like literally yesterday how our relationship started and how i just like kept showing up to his room and shit and he's because he was like oh yeah those were the days when like a half naked girl just showed up to my room every night (laughs) and i'm like honestly like the cheek of it like yeah like you were so ballsy i was so ballsy and and i was like i just don't know if i could do that like now you know like if if i was single now if i would still be like that or if because I feel like I've changed so much mm. that I don't know if I would still do that. But then I was thinking, like, I do think I would still have my old ways about me in that sense of, like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain what I mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Okay, this is the number one thing that I've learned this season is that when it comes down to it, I am such a baby. Like, <laughs> I cannot do anything like I can't make a move on anyone that is the number one lesson that I have learned (laughs) and I'm incapable of making a move on anyone I was trying to make a move on someone and I told them I was in my celibacy era so that is just a sign that was such a good move I mean if anything's gonna get you laid I think that is yeah love that for me I want to do you have any favorite moments of the season? I guess let's say before we move on to like the next little bit of the episode, <laughs> this really structured episode that we've got <laughs> planned. Um, <laughs> any moments that stand out? Well, I loved the episode with Doctor Aditi Paul. Yeah. I don't know whether to call her Aditi Doctor Paul, <laughs> Doctor Aditi Paul. Anyway, but that was, like, really, like, lovely. I don't know, I just remember feeling, like, in the cool, like, oh, wow, like, I feel, like, relaxed right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is, like, a cool conversation, which, like, I feel like I've never really had with... Not that there's anything wrong with any of our other guests at all. It's just that, like, I think, like, just the vibe of that episode was just really, like, cool. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I'm just not great at meeting strangers, okay? It's nothing to do with the guests. It um. is so intimidating though to like <laughs> go in and because in season one we used to like call with the guest before the actual yeah. call so that we felt more comfortable if we could. And this season we've been like raw dogging it and just like going <laughs> straight in and it's so like you just feel so like thrown in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. No, but no, not that I have felt uncomfortable in the other ones. Like, I haven't. It's just, as you said, it's a little bit like, you know anything yeah. could happen <laughs> yeah yeah i've really enjoyed the episode with nehar as well i was thinking about that when we were going on about like what kind of queer like <laughs> label and identity fits on you like that when i was editing that that was cracking me up <laughs> and i'm well, s- when you guys were saying i was like a gay man <laughs> yeah. 
like what the fuck does that mean uh if you guys watch on youtube you missed that because we didn't get footage of that so it only made it to the audio yeah um but, but also watch the youtube video oh yeah because so many things haven't made it to the audio that did make it to the youtube yeah. i think that's like a little bit cheeky you know <laughs> always keep you guys on your toes mm-hmm. but should we say worst moments of the season <laughs> yeah okay do you want to <laughs> worst moments of the season is like when certain guests we're not gonna name names. Obviously. I feel like that's a bit deep. Reach out to us because they want to come on our podcast <laughs> and tell us that they can talk about a certain thing and then actually don't want to talk about that thing at all. <laughs> and that's just not what they're there. They're there to do. Yeah. And like when we have to tell people we're not gonna release their episode. So worst moment of my entire life. And when you get to, when you start recording an episode, but then they're like, oh, I only have like 20 minutes. Yeah. But your episodes are an hour long. So it's kind of confusing how that's going to work. Yeah. Um, also, all our technical issues, as always, of course. And, you know, this season, as Honey was saying, with video, it's just added, it's just added an extra, a whole new layer. Sprinkle. You know? stress yeah it's just like a whole new layer of things that you need to worry about they're just so excellent i wonder how many times our camera has stopped recording honestly the amount of times we've had to like re-record things as though we like haven't just had that exact same conversation two seconds ago mm-hmm. and when it happens with a guest and we have to be like oh can you repeat <laughs> this thing you just said <laughs> and it's just like you can tell they're just not into it they're like okay i'll do it <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Ugh. Oh, and D also. Yeah, Dee. That was so good. That was funny because I don't know if we said this in the episode, but she's like my ex's brother's girlfriend. Yeah, I don't think we did say so, that. So I just think that was funny. That yeah. Was like a little highlight. Yeah. But yeah, and they're so, such a cute little couple and yeah. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. But yeah, everyone that we've spoken to. Also, a massive part of the podcast is you guys and like all the stories that you send. Oh yeah, for sure. And getting involved. And anyone that's ever contributed to a segment or anything like that, like thank you so much. Because honestly, like it makes the episode so much more interesting. And like Mm -hmm. we love like reading all the responses and like you know talking about what everyone has to say so thank you so so much yeah and to anyone who's like obviously ever supported us we love you yes we hope to see you at the yeah meet up on saturday yeah but maybe. maybe now is the time to take a quick little sponsor break Sounds and then good. we'll come back with like a whole load of submissions that we have to end the season Thank you to The Natural Love Company for sponsoring Sextras. We're so excited to be working with them because they make amazing, sustainable sex toys with incredible waste-free packaging Mm -hmm. and carbon offset delivery. So, you know, just basically, as their slogan says, you're 
not fucking the planet you're fucking yourself exactly and that is literally all we ever want to promote Mm -hmm. on sextras and yeah they're just the best they have literally the most beautiful packaging like look at this yeah look at these little bags just so discreet so pretty yeah and they have the best like curated range of products they have options for couples options for solo play but play anything you could really want and it's like not too many options you just get like one really quality thing that is versatile and can see you through and it's so so affordable as well yeah it's just so incredible and we're so grateful because they've sent us some toys to show you guys and just talk about them so i got the cock ring and then there's like these little kind of ears that are gonna like vibrate on your clit it has vibrating settings power button and everything so you can use this with a partner or by yourself i've done both and i mean i came very quickly so (laughs) so it did its job essentially (laughs) yeah yes and then i got sent this beautiful dildo which is double-ended it has this like girthier like ripped side and then this side is just like curved so it can stimulate your g-spot and yeah i just i want to like keep it on display in my house basically (laughs) i just love it and it's so cool that it's sustainable and it comes in this beauty packaging and oh they've also sent us a lube yeah they do their own lube and their own toy cleaner and it's all natural and just like all the good stuff yeah essentially and obviously going to be safe with condoms and yeah like go check it out okay so you guys have two options if you want to get something from this wonderful company firstly if you're listening to this before the 30th of june you can enter our giveaway which will be on on all our social media you just have to do a little quiz and then it enters you in the giveaway and that's to win a cassia wand which is like a long vibrator and a wild strawberry version of this loop or go to the naturallovecompany.com and use code sextras at checkout for 15% off that's 15% off with the code sextras at the naturallovecompany.com okay well let's get back into our last episode of the season oh yeah so as we said We have a whole load of submissions from you guys and it's just like a mixture of questions, stories, dilemmas, that kind of thing. So we're just going to run through those to end up the season and then we'll say goodbye for a little break. (laughs) Okay, there's a few like, is this normal kind of question. But the first one is, I'm a straight male and I really get turned on by watching other men ejaculate their cum loads. Any idea on or why or what this means i masturbate and watch compilations of ejaculating videos and i can ejaculate so hard myself is this normal or is my subconscious telling me different i feel like this doesn't mean anything about your sexuality yeah that's what i was thinking i feel like i don't know cum can just be like like you know everyone's into something yeah like cum can just be like one of the things that you're into Mm -hmm. or like Maybe you are like a little bit into guys, but that doesn't really matter either. But I don't think that I agree that it really doesn't necessarily mean that at all. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, not to bring everything back to the male gaze, but I did reread the male gaze, like, original essay by Laura Mulvey the other day, just for funsies. Of course. And essentially what she was talking about is, like, the whole psychoanalysis of, like, the mirror theory and, like, all this stuff behind the male gaze, basically. And I don't know, this kind of just reminded me of that, of like watching men in films or like in porn or whatever it is. And like, maybe you're not sexually attracted to them, but it's like the idea of you being them Mm. watching through their eyes or whatever, Mm -hmm. or like imagining their experience. You gain some kind of pleasure from that. Like maybe it turns you on, maybe you feel powerful, maybe you feel, you know, some kind of way. So that kind of reminded me of that. Maybe it's maybe it all comes down to the male gaze. Yeah. I was thinking that too, that like maybe it's just like men just love men. Like yeah. men just love how great men are, you mm-hmm. know, especially like straight men. Yeah. So straight it's like men it could just so be like, something like, you know, you're just really like macho and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Straight male culture is so like homoerotic it's so bizarre exactly it's so bizarre so yeah essentially it's normal i'm sure lots of men can relate okay someone said i've masturbated in my stepdaughter's panties and her bed i i've never got caught but i've done it several times before and i love it question mark um yeah no 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 that is literal sexual assault Mm -hmm. so no don't really want to say much else about that one yeah i don't really want to entertain that at all yeah it's kind of not cool you should not be doing this no okay moving on someone said (laughs) i'm addicted to vaginas the look the smell and everything about a vagina drives me wild i find myself masturbating at least a couple times every day and i can't wait to get home from work to watch Pornhub and masturbate to women masturbating i'm obviously a straight male (laughs) i'm in my mid 40s and i can't seem to get enough porn and masturbating to satisfy my needs to be in or around slash watching women masturbate or even just vagina images do women have the same kind of feelings for a man's cock please help okay firstly in relation to your like porn habits i feel like if it's some if it's like consuming your life Mm. that is a sign that you should maybe seek some kind of help for that yeah obviously there's no shame around that but like if something is like affecting your day-to-day life that is kind of considered an addiction so just putting that out there for you to do with what you will and then in terms of the whole vagina thing or masturbating I think that's totally a normal fantasy for a guy a straight guy to have like don't see anything wrong with that yeah some people are really into genitals some people really aren't (laughs) that's just kind of how it is do women have the same feelings about cocks though no i don't know i guess it depends on the woman yeah i mean i definitely reckon there's women that feel this exact same way about penises Mm -hmm. i bet you yeah yeah i mean i'm sure there's plenty of women that do worship that dick Mm -hmm. anyway 
I hope you figure out that obsession with porn and wanking. Yes. Okay, someone said, is it normal to like fingering more than penetrative sex? Again, there's not really any normal, like there's not really anything that's consistent about everyone. But like, if that's what you like, then go with that. Like, Mm. you gotta just own what you like, you know? Yeah. But I do see that like anxiety of like, yeah, you know? I sometimes feel that. But I sometimes feel like I'm just being lazy with it, you know? Like, <laughs> because I, oh, I'd rather just come quickly and, like, not have to do any, like, physical straining mm. exercise or anything. Yeah, also because fingers can kind of, like, reach a lot more places than a dick can. Like, a dick can get inside you, obviously, <laughs> but it can't, like, curve necessarily in the the way that you want it mm. to and sometimes it's just not hitting right you know that fucking tiktok like trend of all these straight men being like oh when she rides it like backwards oh. and forwards instead oh, of yeah. up and down and they're like all frustrated and it's like yeah because that's like what feels good for us <laughs> don't know what to tell you buddy but you gotta do a better job <laughs> So yeah, I reckon just have that conversation and be like, this is like what I really enjoy. Like, if you want to give me pleasure, can you finger me? And then like, if what makes you happy is to have penetrative sex, then we can also do that, you know? Mm. Bit of a compromise there. But like, at least you still get what you enjoy. Yeah. But it's definitely normal. Yeah. Okay. Then we just have some general questions for like advice on sex and stuff. So someone said... I get attached too quickly and too easily and end up hurting myself. Help. So we have done a whole episode about attachment styles (laughs) and like how you are attracted to people. And I am clearly obsessed with attachment styles. (laughs) So you should definitely go listen to that and learn a little bit about your attachment style. But to me, that sounds like you have an anxious attachment style and yeah but it could also be avoidant to be fair like maybe you you like get attached and then you realize you actually don't like this person and you want to get away so yeah definitely worth checking out how your attachment style is affecting that Mm -hmm. okay someone else said i'd love tips on hooking up etiquette slash getting back out there after a breakup well we did an episode about lessons learned it was called breakup lessons learned or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's about breakups and it's not necessarily getting back after a breakup yeah we did do one in season one though called like time to get back out there Mm mm-hmm um so yeah you could listen to either of those two but in terms of like I don't know I feel like they're kind of asking when is it okay to hook up after a breakup oh I see I see but what do you think so I think it's like whatever works for you and like some people are so good about after a breakup being like okay just so you know I wouldn't feel comfortable if you had sex Mm. like straight away or like if I if I heard you were like on Tinder or whatever straight away which is fair enough for them to say that and like put that out there I think but it's not it's also like a little bit unfair in some ways of like you've broken up so it's not really up to them to be like having a say in your sex life yeah um so I think just like do if if someone says that to you like you know take it into consideration if it's like something you care about and like 
Mm. I don't know, it's so complicated. But for me, I think it's hard when you're going through a breakup to like know why you're making certain decisions. Like, should I be having sex right now? Like, am I doing this because I'm horny? And like, because, you know, I'm single and I'm happy to be single. Or is it because I'm like trying to fill a void? Exactly. What about you? Like, if you broke up with Shane, how soon after do you think you'd have sex? Oh my god, I don't know, because I think it, I think it kind of depends how long you're together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I also agree, because I, I obviously think, like, different rules apply to me than apply to him, like. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but, oh god, I don't know, because I wouldn't be okay with him, like, shagging anyone for at least six months, like. Mm. at least (laughs) like i'm being serious yeah but but also would you know about it exactly that's the thing it's like i think as long as no one knows about it whatever like if the other person is gonna be knowing about shit i just feel like come on like be a little bit respectful like there's literally no need to like be shagging someone a week after a three-year-long relationship ended like that's so rude and like flaunting it in my personal opinion, I know that I also agree with like, well, we're broken up and it's none of your business. And that's why I th- just think like, no one should be knowing anyone's yeah. business. If you don't know, you can't care. So I don't know, even though I would want to know, because like, I know myself, but but you should. I wouldn't want to know. Yeah. You know, like you shouldn't ask yeah, if you don't want to know. <laughs> you're broken up, it's none of your business. Exactly. If you don't want to know, if like, if the answer might upset you, just don't find out, like just mm-hmm. leave it leave them to live their life you live yours i don't know i probably i don't know if i would see i don't know how soon i would sleep with someone because like maybe i'd just be like oh i have to do it but i think i'd be too scared mm. i genuinely feel like i'm gonna be like if we broke up right now i'd be like terrified to shag someone like i haven't shagged someone else in so long yeah so i don't know yeah it's kind of scary and also you can like think you're ready and then be in the moment and be like oh actually this just like isn't right yeah you know? I remember, like, actually when I broke up with my ex, I thought that, like, he was having sex with people right away or, like, saying that he wanted to have sex with someone right away. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was, like, furious because I was, like, why would you tell me that? Like, I don't want to know. And he was, like, no, honey, like, I love you so much. I only want to think about having sex with you. And I was, like, okay. Thanks for that. (laughs) Um, but no, we should do an episode about it. It'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. Tune in in season three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay. And then someone said tips on blowjobs. We did do a blowjobs, handjobs, fingering, and head episode. Mm-hmm. It's called like fingers, hands, mouths, something like that. And like tongues. It's, yeah. Um. So listen to that, and we we didn't give extensive tips. Mm. Do you do you have any quick tips that we can give out now? I feel like you just need to not be afraid of the dick. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'd say don't be afraid to use your hands as well. Like, yeah, I feel like people, you know, it is sucking dick, but like you're basically giving a hand job at the same time. So yeah. like, I think don't be afraid of the hands. Don't be afraid of the balls. Mm-hmm. They love that shit. Treat it like it's amazing. Treat it yeah. like it's like the best thing you've ever seen in your life. Mm. And that will kind of like trick your mind. If you don't love <laughs> it, you know, like that will be like, oh, I'm going to like make it seem like I really enjoy this. Mm. And like a mixture of different strokes licking wise up 
the sides and like around the top and like you know it's kind of like tease them a little bit don't go all in all at once kind of yeah thing. true also if you want to get it like you know i feel like something's better for it to be like really wet and slobbery mm-hmm. rather than not obviously you don't want to like a big mess but it's easier to handle in my opinion and like if it's not like dry yeah, not yeah. That, like you know yeah i know what um, you mean. i know what you mean so but yeah i mean if you if you're like into deep throating just do a quick one and then you'll get all the saliva <laughs> true it's a good technique but also people will try and trick you into believing that deep throating is the goal oh of yeah head. no and it's not like and if you don't like it just don't do and it and that's what i mean by don't be afraid to use your hands like you really don't have to be shoving a dick like all the way up to the back of yeah. your throat like at all like literally at all you i feel like that's what scares a lot of people it's like you know and they can't breathe and all of this idea but like you literally just need if you like nibble on the tip and just use your hands mainly like that will be fine like that's you're good mm-hmm. don't use your teeth yeah obviously not not that's not what i mean by nipple sorry (laughs) my language when talking about this is very much like no but i feel like that is a tip in itself you know (laughs) true but also you can just lick that is part of a blowjob and Mm. like it doesn't always like the dick doesn't always have to be in your mouth you can be in control of it yeah and especially especially don't be trying to deep throat any man's dick who is complaining about running out of breath when he's giving you head don't suck a guy's dick if they won't eat your pussy like Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry if they can't make you come full stop i wouldn't i mean i would but (laughs) yeah but like just you know i wouldn't after i found out how bad they were yeah we also did an episode with kinky and it's called how to have better sex that's in season one and she gave loads of good tips Mm -hmm. Because uh, she has like a whole book about how to give head, so you can also go buy that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's some quick blowjob tips, but we can also do a whole other episode on that potentially. Yeah. Oh, someone else said, "How can sex be more enjoyable for the girl?" Okay. Again, kinky's episode. I'm gonna go straight off the bat and say, check that out. Yeah. We talk a lot about that. We also did one called The Girl's Gotta Come. The one about fingering, I feel like, is pretty good too. Yeah. But, I mean, off the top of my head, it's like, listen to what they actually want. And, like, do that rather than, like, think about what's going to get you off. You know? Just be, like, considering the other person. I just feel like as long as you're, like, having sex with someone, like, you know it's two people it takes two people to have sex so like as long as you're actually like experiencing it with someone and like you're both taking part and like something's happening to both of you it's not like you're just fucking someone and just like you know like as long as it's not that kind of experience of that you're doing something to someone for like your own outcome and Mm -hmm. pleasure then yeah you're probably along the right tracks yeah a hundred percent and then Someone said, I had my first one night stand and it was not as good as I was hoping. Do you have any tips for better one night stands? I don't really have one night stands is the thing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what you mean by like as good as I was hoping. Mm. I feel like one night stands are famously not good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that you should. I don't know. It depends what you, by what you mean by like it's not what you were hoping. Maybe like what you were hoping is just like a fun spontaneous Mm. like 
in the moment kind of thing. And that's not what happened because I feel like that's what a one night stand is. It's not yeah. really like you're not really going in thinking like, oh, this is going to be really good sex. <laughs> Maybe At least, you are, in, I don't know. I don't think that that's what a one night stand is meant to be. A one night stand is like you're at the club, you're you're both horny. It's time to go home. That's what it is. Yeah, but it can also just be like someone you hook up with once. In which case, I feel like I heard someone the other day saying like you have so much freedom. You're never gonna see this person again. So like anything that you've been worried about being judged about in the past, like True, just yeah. bring it up. You know, if that if you feel comfortable with that person and like it's obviously very dependent on who the pe- the two people are that are involved, but like you can kind of just go for it if the if the chance is there, take it. True, true. I don't know. I hadn't even thought of that. Like so many people that struggle with like being insecure and whatever. I do see how it's bad because like it's better when you trust someone to like not feel that way, but at the same time, then you can just be like, I'm never gonna see them again. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what they think you know yeah they'll just be like wow i had this like crazy sex and she was just like (laughs) up for all this stuff you know but obviously that's not the goal like to be up for as much stuff as possible it's not a competition but like the if you do say stuff that you want to do they're like probably not gonna judge you you know because they had no like prior idea of who you were so it's not like Mm -hmm. it's incompatible with this idea they have of you in their heads if that makes sense yeah Okay, and then some just, like, general stories. Someone said, kind of a one-night stand story. Someone said, after a month of no sex, I had an amazing one-night stand with a French guy who matched my enthusiasm perfectly, which I think is sometimes hard to find. Also, the build-up was very flirty and relaxed, which is exactly the type I go for. Love Love to hear that. So happy for you. So that's a tip. Find someone who matches your enthusiasm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Just like in any situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, someone said, I just got into an argument with my roommate because she was saying how inspired she is by the Kardashians promoting body positivity. I guess I just don't understand how the Kardashians can be promoting inclusivity, quote unquote, yet they alter everything about their bodies because they weren't happy in their natural state. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. (laughs) Yeah. I think we forget that, like, the Kardashians are people and that, like, yeah, they do have, like, very contradictory... Like, that is a contradiction, what you're saying, obviously. But, like, it's kind of like a fake it till you make it kind of thing in my mind. Like, Chloe, her whole brand, Good American, is, like, about being inclusive and, like you know, showing all these different body shapes and sizes, yet there's been all this, like, chat about how she's clearly, like, insecure and, like, has had plastic surgery and how she works out all the time and, you know, like, she's changed her whole look kind of thing. Mm. And, like, I feel like you can be insecure and still admire, like, other people's openness and, you know, want to show off their body types, you know? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah... I don't know. I kind of struggle with this one because I, I agree. They're people. Like everyone feels insecure, and like especially if your life is watched by millions of people, and like every little thing you do, and like it must be horrible that like you can't go out and like 
you're worried if you like bend a certain way they're gonna get a picture of you and like you're not gonna look perfect and like then people will be talking about how you look bad and then people are like you wonder why like it's like at this state of like mm-hmm. contradiction even you know yeah i do get that but at the same time i do struggle a little bit because i think they could be a lot more transparent about the work that they've done if chloe was like more upfront about the work she's had done and like they all were not that they're like so secretive about it but like mm-hmm. i do think they could be a lot more vocal about it i wouldn't have as much of a problem it's just that to me if you're like trying to be hush hush about this and then you're like promoting these workout plans or whatever it's like yeah well this is never gonna make you look like that like ever 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 no matter how much you how many of their products and like the shit that they're selling you you buy you're never gonna look like them because you didn't spend money on that plastic surgery like you know what i mean so i don't know i don't uh, i feel very uncomfortable with it yeah i 100% agree um But at the same time, I also, like, don't agree with people, like, I don't know. They're human. Everyone's human. I just don't like people being mean to people online. I really don't understand that. Yeah. Like, I see shit online that makes me so annoyed. Or, like, I just want to, I just see someone and I'm like, I fucking hate this outfit. It's so ugly. But, like, I'm not going to comment that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is the point of, like, I can think it. That's fine. You, everyone can have their own opinions. Like, of course. But, like, you don't need to, like, comment something mean about someone. Like, yeah. I just don't get that at all. Even, like, the biggest celebrities and whatever. Like, I have so many opinions about in ways that I, like, don't see celebrities as people. And so many of the time, like, I don't want to be, like, I'm on this high horse. But, like, I would never take it online. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Also, like, this whole thing recently with, like, how Kim is dating Pete and now she's, like, white, you know, that is so true. And, like, that whole side of it is, like, the most problematic part of it all for me, of their blackfishing and just the way they think that it's, like, trendy to switch between races so frequently. Yeah. And that they, like, I think the biggest thing is that they know that influence they have over body shape trends why that is a thing like i don't know Mm. but they know that it is clearly like the whole bbl thing so i don't know i hate that but yeah i think it all just comes down to the fact that like they are human and yeah i think mostly it comes from a place of insecurity yeah but it's still the same time they know what they're doing yeah so like yeah i don't know yeah yeah it's a it's just a bit fishy fishy for me it is a bit fishy indeed Um, okay but anyway cute cute little kardashian tangent two more stories left and then we're gonna wrap up (laughs) so someone said i met a guy on tinder went on a couple of dates and everything was going well spoke every day 24 7 he ended up staying over at mine two to three times a week we would just chill and watch tv together then the next day he would go home late afternoon this guy seemed invested even took days off work to come see me Asked my permission if it was okay for him to go away to see a concert last minute as we had made plans for that weekend. He made an effort to make sure everything was okay, even walked me home after a night of drinking at 3am whilst he was sober and at home. He had work the next day at 7am yet still came and made sure I was safe walking like two miles to get me. Yet a week later I had to cool things off because he decided that even though he liked me when we left uni long distance it wouldn't work. I feel a little played as he made a point of mentioning that it would be nice to see me in a couple of months if we worked out 
and even mentioned that he would tell his mum. We did sleep together like three times, but nothing that would have made me think it was just sex. Especially when he used to mention liking me. If I ever needed anyone, I could turn to him, etc. We both trusted each other with quite private information as well, so it was definitely not one-sided. Was I wrong to assume we were going towards a relationship? As that is what we had kind of mentioned after three months of being with only him, and the same for him with me. It feels a little muggy. I was upset, but I'm just annoyed now that it feels like I got sucked in damn that's so deep um no i feel like it's not wrong to assume that at all like it does seem like that was the case and i feel like it's just kind of like really disappointing when you have this idea of what's gonna happen or like what something's gonna turn into and it doesn't end up like that but like i feel like that's just a testament to like why it's so important to kind of state your intentions from the beginning if you know what they are and like don't let this put you off how you approach relationships in future you know Mm. like just because it happened with this one guy it doesn't mean it's going to happen with everyone and like now you know okay like this might happen so I want to protect myself against that by saying look I really want this to like go somewhere or like I really want this to just be casual and like you know I feel really shitty if you just like turn around and say that this was something that it wasn't kind of thing yeah yeah and that's such bullshit like it's it's really annoying when people are like this guy was clearly like putting in a graph like mm-hmm. you know like getting you at 3 a.m and all of this bullshit and then like turning around and being like oh no but like we're not serious i don't know what you're on about yeah. like okay well then don't act like it like i didn't ask you to do these things yeah no nah, it's bullshit and like i completely get feeling disappointed and like you were being led on a little bit but at the same time, like, it's probably better to not go to uni within a relationship. Yeah. Like, not that, I mean, I don't know. Like, you will be fine. It's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. you'll go to uni and it will be great. And you'll be kind of glad that you're not in a relationship, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, everyone's different. But <laughs> anyway. Okay, the last one. Someone said, I just discovered your podcast. The first episode... I listened to is the one about wanking it was funny informative thank you (laughs) I was married way too long to a woman who hated me and we barely had any sex and when we did it was not intimacy it was awful sex once a month maybe if she was in the right mood but it was never an intimate event I took what I could get and for religious reasons I did not wank to make up for the lack of sex I don't know how I survived but for reasons I won't go into, I stuck with her for 24 years. Wow. That's so long. I finally let her go and married an awesome woman who loves me. In the beginning, we made up for lost time. A lot of sex. It was great. Then menopause hit and my wife's libido disappeared. Now we still have sex, but much less frequently. But here is how she is awesome. We managed the desired discrepancy by her saying she is okay with me wanking when she isn't in the mood. And she doesn't get jealous of porn. I'm gradually working on not feeling guilty about wanking and moderate use of porn. It's not easy to do because the old religious ideas still pop in and haunt me. But I'm doing my best. Not sure if this is a secret worthy of mentioning in the podcast, but I'm sending it anyway. God bless you too. Aw, thank you for sending that. Yeah. I feel so, like, honoured. Yeah, that's really cute. Like, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's shit when you are with someone even short term and your libido doesn't match up but like I can't even imagine what like 
24 years of marriage must look like mm. like that and like I'm glad that you know you've kind of reached a place of compromise and yeah for sure yeah I feel like it's a good lesson for people who have this like religious shame around sex there is some kind of hope for like being able to have some pleasure and like not feel guilty about it yeah and I'm glad that like now you're in a space with someone that's making that space a lot safer for you to actually like undo all the like religious learning Mm -hmm. that you have in your head yeah but yeah I mean you're I feel like you're in the right path yeah that sounds like really good and I hope that you keep breaking down those religious ideas that are holding you back Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry that your wife's libido dropped (laughs) yeah yeah we should do an episode about that as well yeah must be crazy um but i mean as always thank you to everyone for their submissions and thank you for everyone for sending their stories or their questions and anything like that and please keep doing so and we can do more episodes like this and or more more moments and episodes that we talk about your guys' stories and submissions that you have sent so yeah thank you yeah we always want to hear like if something happened to you and you're like i don't know really who to tell about this (laughs) we're always down for like hearing about stuff and yeah we love hearing what you guys have been up to and yeah just thank you so much for all of your support absolutely and you guys obviously know where to find us at this point but like stay up to date for like when we're coming back for season three go catch all of our 80 plus episodes (laughs) like there's so much to catch up with if you're new here and yeah you can watch it or listen wherever you get your podcasts and just keep getting in touch keep suggesting things you want to hear send sponsors our way keep sharing (laughs) leave us a review we would love if you left us a good review that would be really really nice and you can do that on apple Podcasts. but yeah do you want to tell everyone where they can find us yeah go to instagram or facebook or tiktok or reddit at sexless podcast and you will see us there Mm -hmm. and definitely keep up to date over the season break and yeah definitely check out our youtube which is sexist podcast and of course just subscribe wherever you get your podcasts yeah and go check out our sponsors for this season the natural love company and manscaped our codes are still active with them so make sure you go get 10 percent off at the natural love company with the code sextras and manscaped with the code sextras 20 which is 20 percent off and free shipping and yeah that helps support us as well but other than that We will not see you next week. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.